Um, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. I love that movie. I actually, uh, <laughs> Sinbad is on Cameo, uh-huh. and it's like only thirty dollars wow. to get him to give a specialized message. Yeah, and I was like, man, who would appreciate a shout out? From the- I really want to buy a shout out from Sinbad. <laughs> and have him be like do you know where a turbo man is um we should have we should use cameo we for might. a desk pop intro someday we might one day we'll see oh, we can get reba we can get reba there we go today on desk pop we're talking about the youtube 2019 rewind is it still controversial is is it the least like video on youtube again who knows we'll find out we're also talking about frozen 2 frozen to the core as if uh, the Earth's core is on a global change. The Earth is shifting. The tectonic plates are moving. We're killing the planet, and Elsa is just Elsa's doing her gone thing. wild. And today, this is and always Dusk Bob. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. <laughs> This is 60 Minutes. <laughs> I'm disappointed we they, missed that. Yeah, I figured you were rolling, so I did. I... I I blew my load uh, on that joke. Well, I'm glad that and you, now I'm not I'm funny. Glad you did it before. Yeah, before we started recording, because I did blow my load right before we started recording. Yes, it's a good. You know, we <laughs> used to do improv games and stuff, but now we just we we get in the we get in the office, we put on the headphones, we get straight to business, and then yep. uh, <laughs> every once in a while, it's nice to mix uh, business and pleasure, but you know, yeah. Unless you're Canadian. Then business is always pleasure? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to all of our Canadian listeners. Hey, yo. What's your secret? <laughs> tell Brian. <laughs> tell Brian your secret. Tell me Tell me your secret. Did I you ever... Or, I'm sorry. No, I, go ahead. I, you, were, you were flowing into some yeah. sort of funny thing. No, I was it just... wasn't going to be funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, did you tell that story on the podcast of... Uh, Oh my the, sculpture class! Yeah, the, t- the I secret. I have not. No. Can you can you share that and then? Yeah. Right now. Yes, please. Okay. Can I'm sorry. Right before, <laughs> yeah, right before check in, I'll do a little story for y'all. Yeah, it's so good. So back in the day when I was an art major at the University of Houston main campus, uh, I had to take a required sculpture class. Um, I was a graphic design major, and this was a sculpture class which was just part of their curriculum. Yeah. Um, I know you did one, I think, as well, uh, UHCL. Well, I took this sculpture class, and I wasn't really feeling it. Uh, the first day of class, we had to start on a project immediately. Uh, we were given, given uh, supplies to create a sculpture, that would embody a secret that we have. And that was a little bit difficult for me uh, because when someone says secret or like, tell me a secret, 
I'm not someone who keeps everything inside. Like, I'll usually confide in someone. Uh, and at that point, I don't consider it a secret any longer, if that makes sense. Yeah, that and makes so, sense. Because it's not kept to yourself anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, that, to me, the definition of a secret is, like, something I only know. And I know that's not the the only definition to everyone. Uh, but I started on this sculpture. And in the middle of class, uh, the first week, the teacher approaches me, uh, did not approach anyone else to, to ask this loudly in the in front of the class, which was also very strange. Yeah. Uh, looked at my sculpture, looked at me and said, what is your secret? <laughs> <laughs> What's your secret? What is your secret? Uh, to which I did not have an answer. Um, and if I did, you know what I wouldn't have fucking done is told an entire room of people uh, before... If if everyone had been sharing, that might have been a different environment. Uh, but to be put on the spot and be... Well, it's, liter- it's literally a secret. Y- yeah. You're um, not... Yeah. It's private. Yeah. Uh, but my teacher like, looked at me dead in the eyes and said, you know, uh, what is your secret? It sounds like, like an episode of Spider-Man... Or something where it was, yeah. Peter Parker's sculpture teacher is like, "What's your secret?" Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell. How did you build this out of webs? Wow, it's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was my old life. Uh, I've had several lives since then. I'm on my uh, fourth one now, living it up. Are you like Doctor Who, where every time you die, <laughs> yes. you come back and there's a different actor playing you? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> You've never noticed when I've shown you pictures from like five years ago, and it's. I was a... wondering why you looked like David Tennant, you know, <laughs> when you were younger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Little known fact there. Wow, that's factoid for you. That's really a, that's an interesting quirk about your life that that you that you exhibit. Uh, I can't die. You the, can't kill me. Brand, yeah. I will always come back. Uh, okay. So don't try. All right. I I, I won't. Um, I've been thinking about it, but <laughs> definitely not now. Now it's that's uh. Well, if I kill you, I I won't recognize you when you come back. You can be anyone. I know. You can be anywhere. So it's so deadly. I'd rather know your exact. You'd rather know than, the threat than yeah than you know, um, <laughs> temporarily extinguish it. How are you doing, Brian? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I have recently finished Pokemon Sword. Uh, we can chat about that. That's There's a lot to unpack there. We don't have time today. I'm still on the fourth gem. I'll, I'll have it beaten you by the next episode. Beat and we'll, it by next we'll have episode. Our, yeah. Uh, I am very pleased overall, but we will chat about that later. I'm uh, happy to hear. <laughs> so you have a lot to look forward to. <laughs> Good. Uh, I also started watching Pose on Netflix and Dolly Parton's Heartstrings. Have you heard about that? Uh, I haven't heard of... I've heard of Pose. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard of that other one, but I started watching um, Daybreak. Oh, I, I watched that. And, I liked it a lot. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's what I How are you doing? Show. How are you... How's your How's your day going? I'm doing okay. I, I saw Promare. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the premiere of Promare wasn't the premiere but no. i just wanted to say that <laughs> uh and it was really good yeah. i want to buy the art book i want to buy merch i want to support it it's great um i've been house sitting for my mom uh and uh i may or may not have forgotten that the trip she's going on that i'm house sitting for was for her birthday 
Jeez. and I had forgot. I I did not call her on her birthday. Oh. Um. So I've been making up for it with lots of texts, and I will be uh, uh, spending a little bit more on her Christmas present this year. <laughs> uh, out of guilt. Well, and, I mean, I, how I would see it a little bit is house sitting is kind of a present. Yeah, that's what all. I thought. Well. I just thought that she would have made a bigger deal out of like, oh, I'm going on this trip for my birthday. Sure. And she's definitely, uh, bless her heart, the type of person who would do that. Yeah. Um, and she didn't. So uh, it was very strange. Uh, how dare she not remind me that it how was her birthday? Um, what a folly. Yeah, like, <laughs> Brian looks down at his list of words and crosses. <laughs> folly off. All right, I just have to use that word five more times and then it's part of my vocabulary. And I'm free. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Um, spending time with her dogs, which is nice. It's yeah. nice to see them. I I lived with those dogs uh, in my childhood, so it's a nice. Were they good roommates? Yeah, they're very yeah. they're they're two Chihuahuas, so mm-hmm. you know any accidents they make are very small. Yeah. Other than that, you know, life is okay. Life's That's okay. Good. Uh, taking it taking it one one minute at a time. It's all manageable right now. Yeah possibilities are endless the pain is manageable <laughs> i'm w- i'm waiting for something horrible to happen yeah i'm you constantly that in that yeah. stage yeah you know thing things are going this is like the moment in aliens right before they realize the aliens are in the walls yeah you know yeah things are going a little too well for us right now <laughs> Something, something's going on yeah so. yeah yeah well have you seen the youtube 2019 rewind their year end event i certainly did yeah how'd you feel <laughs> <laughs> it, it was okay um yeah. i think um i liked it it, it was yeah. just a compilation of of it YouTuber was serviceable. Stuff. it wasn't a uh, yeah. high budget thing right uh what i liked about the youtube rewinds um i mean obviously it's very cringy but i really like the combination of acknowledging their top creators sure um while also having them cross over with each other having youtubers right. who don't typically interact and be in the same space and doing like a, a stupid cringy bit together sure i kind of like that novelty um which was not present in this one yeah it yeah. was just a compilation they didn't shout out any of the or at least any that i could think of um youtube animators oh yeah uh, and i was a little which dis- they've done that in the past yeah, yeah um last year was like the huge part that was my favorite part of it they had like mm. five different uh animators doing like collaborate collaborative animation um <laughs> yeah and i liked that and it wasn't here and i also think um the video game section they showed the games themselves but they didn't really highlight the personalities of the people let's playing no they didn't so i was a little let down by that no. but everything else i was happy with I think it's just now a meme to dislike the video. I understand. So last year's is the least liked video on the platform. Yeah, it was fucking horrible. People were mad about it, uh, about them including like actual celebrities like Will Smith, who technically has a YouTube channel, but is not what most people would consider a YouTuber. Like didn't come up on the platform. Uh, It's just an already famous person also on YouTube. Uh, People were upset that they didn't include PewDiePie, uh, yeah. being like you know a titan of YouTube, and then also the creators that went 
were upset that uh that you know they were given this opportunity it's an unpaid cameo for the most part yeah they show up on set uh there were videos about some of them not being treated very well um and also like waiting around in the cold for hours while yeah. covered in slime waiting for the shot you know there's just a lot of things that were like to be in the background of a video for two seconds you know there's a lot of negatives it just sounds like a logistical nightmare having right. just scheduling all these youtubers into right. one place especially for sure a lot of them they in order to continually get the their revenue they have to post something every day yeah or they don't have to but you know they're a lot of their business plans they post things every single day and so right. you're asking you know two or three days out of these people yeah. you know i'd imagine that's probably really hectic you'd think that they'd be more professional and have more of a team you know yeah um yeah yeah they I, did they did a 180 basically and instead of doing any of that and having any production value to it really they just did a clip show like a countdown clip show showing moments from videos like and, the most viewed and most liked yeah uh, a combination and then the, then the whole diversity section was like the they did first world record that first. was interesting yeah I, I would say that's kind of like a records um they also did like a beauty specific category, video game specific category, uh, which was interesting. Like I know that those are very popular, uh, but it's interesting. And they did a music uh, part as well. Yeah. Uh, I know those are the top things on YouTube, but it was interesting that like uh, another podcast I listened to talked about. There's a lot, like I listen to a lot of podcasts on YouTube and I watch them. There was no podcast section. There was no anything like uh, any other thing, other representation other than that, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of, um, there are a lot of different genres on YouTube. Like I think children's channels, they didn't really go into that. Oh, no, no, Um, no. I'm actually glad they didn't go into prank channels, but reaction channels, they didn't really have anything with that. I think they showed H3H3 very briefly they showed him in the beginning oh they didn't show any news channels either philip defranco wasn't in there they i think youtube doesn't always like it's self they 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 typically demonetize news content because oftentimes it's talking about something that they deem unsavory yeah uh so i don't think that they like to focus on that if that makes sense i and it also makes them seem somewhat biased uh when they show those things, I think, or they feel that way. I agree with that, but then the fact that they highlighted PewDiePie this yeah. episode, they, like I think, I think they were under time constraints, so they they had to pick favorites for categories. Yeah, but it was just a little strange to see. I'm also a little biased because, you know, for example, Philip DeFranco is one of the YouTubers that that's on my subscription list i watch him every weekday that this is part of my youtube schedule um after work or class or whatever and so not seeing him there i on when i think of youtube i immediately think of the people i watch every day and i know he has a pretty decent following he'd been in i think the last two rewinds so not seeing him here that was a little weird and then again didn't see red and link either which that that's also really weird yeah yeah which i mean if they technically don't 
break any of the like the most liked videos or the other stuff you know there's not really a place for them to fit in yeah i think um, they're just iconic though they're very yeah, iconic to the platform they've been in the rewinds for several years i think too yeah um game grumps weren't there either yeah which is strange uh and they also were showing off uh rising up and coming people of like, yeah i thought that was cool i but... thought that was neat but yeah. i was hoping to see scott the walls i don't know if no, you've heard of him no he, he's kind of the new john tron if you've watched john tron yeah uh he john tron's old content is that's what he's making now yeah it's have you ever seen nakey jakey nakey jakey yeah i think you would like i don't him. know if i want to i think you would he's he's a similar vein of content it sounds that sounds like He's very funny. A self-given nickname that someone would give themselves in like sixth grade. Yeah. Dude, I'm Nakey Jakey. <laughs> Dude. I think you'd like him. Withhold, withhold your judgment about the name. Okay. I'll, uh, <laughs> if you could find, do you do you watch I'll, him? I'll send you a video. Send me yeah. a video that like, if you had this, if you had to use one video to sell me sure. on it. Yeah, because I don't want to get unlucky and, and click one and then. Choose not, a bad one. Yeah, choose a bad yeah. one. Yeah okay i so i i guess what i want to know from you before we move on what do you think and i'll chime in with my answer too what do you think that they should do with rewind because it's clear that what they're doing right now even though they've shifted their focus and changed how they do it is still going to be people are like you said it's still gonna be a meme to hate on it so what do you think you should youtube should even do about it going forward I think it'd be really interesting. It's it's damned if they do, damned if they don't. Sure. I think if they don't do a rewind, they're admitting defeat, and they can't do that. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting if you could, if they released some sort of public video um, outlining, hey, yeah. give a toast to YouTube for yeah. the year or something. Uh, film it needs to be this long. And then YouTube creators could post an individual video on all their channels mm-hmm. with the same hashtag, YouTube Rewind. Um. YouTube would have some sort of deadline so they could look at the videos. Um, if you have so many subscribers, you're eligible to have your video in. And at the end, instead of making one video of all of them, YouTube just posts like a video just thanking all the creators and then a link to a playlist. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's a playlist that has all of the channels with all the people who posted their toast or something to YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Because then it actually takes you to each creator's channel and it gives them like maybe 30 seconds to sell themselves and be like, yeah, I'm really happy to, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And it's more of a celebration maybe. Because okay. I definitely think having a skit isn't, uh, they can't pull it off. I don't, Not anymore. Yeah, I don't. It's 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 a, it's yeah. weird grounds now and a lot of YouTubers are kind of controversial. Yeah. So having them be responsible for making their own things. And then curating it into one place, I think, yeah. is probably the best move. Because then if there's anything controversial, you could easily just take them off the playlist. Sure. So this is like the official playlist. Yeah. This is what, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. Just have like some sort of short video at the yeah. beginning. Kind of, this is the first thing in the playlist. Sure. Thank you to all of our creators. And then, bam, and the yeah. playlist starts. Uh, I think, so my, my first idea was that they should change this format. Uh, they should pivot away from just having it be uh, either either one of these two things, either just a skit with all these cameos or a countdown clip show. Uh, what I think it should be is an event 
that people go to, um, kind of like an awards show maybe. Uh, I know there's like the streamies and there's other award shows already, and I don't necessarily think that needs to be the focus. I don't think they need to actually give out awards, um, but I think it would be a cool way they could have two very safe choice hosts, say like Jenna Marbles and like Markiplier or something hosting it, and uh, that could be a revolving thing every year. The host can change, and then they can also... Uh, have organic moments with people like on a red carpet or something or or something similar it doesn't need to be that way um and i still think make it accessible make it fun and cool uh but also like during the event they could also supplement times where things aren't physically happening with like a countdown of clips or something uh and i think the reception on that would be a little bit better because then you're not just downvoting YouTube for being YouTube. You, I think that the reaction of like, oh, well, Jenna Marbles is hosting it, I think would give some, and Markiplier would give it like a, uh, if you're downvoting it, you're kind of downvoting them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it'd be less likely. It probably still would, it's going to be downvoted no matter what for several years, probably. That's just going to be a joke. Yeah. But yeah. I think it that actually it kind of makes me think of what if they just outsourced it and they, yeah. you know, they got Shane Dawson to you're in charge of the YouTube rewind. I mean, you'd obviously yeah. pay the YouTuber, sure, but they would be in charge of filming or editing, yeah, it however they want, yeah, because then it's 100 percent organic. It is there, yeah, it is a content creator on YouTube making a yeah. video for YouTube celebrating the platform. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool because then each year could have a different tone because sure. you get a different youtuber to do it yeah um actually i like that idea a lot yeah and that'd be kind of neat yeah uh that yeah and then you have their name attached to it so it's like oh you're gonna dislike it you're gonna shane dislike dawson's shane YouTube dawson rewind. yeah yeah shane dawson's 2020 youtube rewind or something yeah or yeah. youtube rewind 2020 shane dawson yeah youtube rewind 2020 that would you know. instantly make it much more like like i like people would like yeah. the video way and more it's 100 percent. people would talk about homegrown. it people would be right yeah rather than just some mysterious team inside of youtube working on it this very artificial yeah. um corporate thing they're, sure. they're trying so hard to relate to us and they can be as meta as they want they, but, but it yeah. still comes across as heartless yeah it, it's weird being on the other side of it because People were complaining about Disney Plus being mm -hmm. like, oh, you're a heartless org, but you're really trying to, you know, kneel down and to our level and relate to us. But I'm just like, oh, this is great. It's a great <laughs> platform. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but since I'm outside of the YouTube bubble, yeah, I now see what everyone was complaining about. Of like, ew, you're trying to, oh, I'm sorry. This was the most disliked video on the platform. It's like, oh, don't you think going meta and like well, admitting your mistakes is going to make me... <laughs> see you as a you know the way they phrased it too i kind of took offense with in the beginning when they have the black background and the white text it's very patronizing it's like let's see this is what you do like it was like you're better at this than us he let's see some videos you do like i and i know that wasn't the tone that they intended yeah but it just came across very like uh, clearly we did a bad job last year here's some things you like you're better at this than us like Ugh, I I didn't like that. <laughs> I saw it more of like this tongue in cheek, like yeah, we didn't do the best last year, but 
I saw some passive aggressiveness there. (laughs) But let's try this again. Maybe you'll like this one. But it was like this, like, confidence that they, I I picked up, they knew we were going to like it. And that confidence going in, I didn't like. I think if they, if they genuinely just had someone say, like, putting the text on the screen just totally erased like it just totally made me feel like it was very sterile and very like if they just had someone go like hey guys we really had a misstep last year uh, so you can hear the tone you know what i mean honestly i don't know i would have loved for them to have filmed an intro for this year yeah with will smith yeah yeah that, that would have been good. funny of him being like it's rewind time and then yeah. someone being like and then the whole uh, filthy Frank overlay gif where he's like, it's time to stop. It shows up yeah. and then it, and then it actually starts. Yeah. I think it'd be <laughs> much better. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, 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 what, what would you rate? Did you like or dislike this video? Uh, I don't have feelings on it either no, way. No, I mean, like, literally, like, did you click like or click I dislike on the I don't video? think I did either way. Same. I Because I, I didn't, I, I wasn't impacted by it. I didn't feel, I liked it. Yeah. But I didn't want to give them the satisfaction of me clicking like, but I didn't want to dislike it either because yeah. I didn't think it was shitty and bad. Uh, and I didn't want to dislike it for the meme because I almost want to like it just because I know people are disliking it for the the meme of doing it, which yeah. I think is stupid because these people are putting. I I get yeah. it, but I mean like, imagine how shitty that would feel. Like you're just working hard, you're trying to do a good job, and like just trying to make people happy. And like yeah, you're like oh we're putting this together. I think they'll like it this year, and they're like ha ha you fucking idiots. Like <laughs> yeah, it's a huge joke. Yeah. So, just got a message. My mom cut her finger and is at the urgent care. Oh my god! Like, she said, hopefully no stitches. Like, oh. Oh, did she send a picture? No. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Andy wants a picture, mom. All right, Brian's mom on the scene. Let's call her up. It's an interview. Uh, Very first dust pop interview. Uh. Anyway, I. I mean. Yeah, I, I think that's all we can say about it. It is what it is. It was serviceable. It was fine. Yeah, it was okay. I, I didn't feel like a YouTube rewind. Yeah. It, it just felt like... But uh, I, I, I heard I get someone that. compare it to a Watch Mojo. Yeah, I've heard it, that. It was a better Watch Mojo. Watch Mojo was fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, that was it, was... it was nice. I've it, heard that, but at the same time, like, how I feel is, like, if you're on that team, they fucking probably panicked last year. Like... And, like, to try and figure out an idea to, come like, come up with for this year, they were probably, like, on red alert, like, oh, no, what do we do? How do we save this ship from sinking? Like, yeah. oh, God, they hated our rewind. Oh, no, what do we do? And then... They totally deserved it, though. Yeah. Just to, just, well, just to make sure. They deserved... Because yeah, I mean, it, was it was out so of touch. disconnected yeah, yeah. with any of it. And it's so strange how... Um, you could tell how corporate they are given the really shitty lines they gave these YouTube personalities because I feel like if they were a lot more, if they were as informal as they want us to think they are, I think the YouTubers would have been comfortable saying, Hey, 
these lines are not are weird they're they're awkward but they didn't so i feel like they are probably a little uncomfortable to say something which makes me think that they are probably very oh this is your lines and you know this is a very serious thing and no one's comfortable sharing their opinions on this while we're filming it you know it's just because i mean youtubers are they're always yeah oh let's talk about this controversy and all this other stuff um and it's happening before their eyes and (laughs) nobody said anything no i feel like they were just too i well it's one of those things to say anything i do think we should move on because we've been talking about this for a while but i do like one like to to fit to finish off that point i think only the very large names can truly say something uh because any of the smaller YouTubers that they ask to be here, not and I, I mean smaller comparatively, yeah, they're still very large on the platform. Um, but I think they were treated poorly and whatever because they weren't the bigger names. We didn't necessarily hear from the larger creators that are Brett and Link, Jenna Marbles, Markiplier, uh, PewDiePie. Like I mean, PewDiePie wasn't in it, but you know what I mean. It just those yeah. those large names that are celebrities on youtube rather than just people that are working who have several hundred thousand subscribers but not you know i don't Mm -hmm. know anyway whatever well hopefully uh, your mom didn't cut her finger off and if she did she'd have to put it on ice yeah uh, (laughs) frozen what a what a great intro to our Kingdom Hearts three DLC. Just kidding. Uh, we're talking about Frozen two. What would you give it overall rating? I'd Frozen two. I'd give it a seven. Seven. I'd give it an eight. Yeah. It. Yeah. I counted um, three songs that I really liked and the soundtrack that I've played on a loop ever okay. since I heard it. Um, obviously, Into the Unknown, Lost in the Woods, and um, When I'm Older. Did you feel like any of those were comparable to the first Frozen songs? Um, I think Into the Unknown was this one's Let It Go. I think that was but the it, one they were really showing off. But that, yeah, I don't I didn't even think it was in the same Into the Unknown tier has a as lot. this as Let It Go. Let It Go is more I think Let It, it it's weird. I think Let It Go is more of a generic musical song. I think Yeah. And that's its strongest asset. It, it, it's very catchy. Yeah. Um, the slogan, just let it go. It's broad enough to where it can apply to a bunch of different things. And it, it's just more relatable. And the visual sequence that was paired with that part in the first movie is right. fucking amazing. Yes. Into the Unknown, it they didn't have as interesting visuals. Yeah. I think the song itself was really good, but it was the lyrics... It, it was a little too specific to a situation that I feel like it's not as yeah, broad as let it go. Exactly. So it doesn't really apply with as many people. It was eh and it's me. also setting up a story more than let it go. So it kind of decreases the odds of people singing it. You know, I just, yeah, I don't. Night. First of all, my first note for this entire movie and all the, the soundtrack, everything was somber. I felt, Okay. Like it was, it was a more adult ver, a more adult movie. I felt not, not necessarily in um, language or content or anything, but just the themes that it explored of like, uh, I don't know, 
death, depression kind of stuff. Yeah. I felt was way more adult. And I don't know. The first one, even though it was also exploring kind of a some negative topics and themes, um, it still was a very upbeat, in my opinion, movie. And this one lost that for me. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I agree. I think, I think what made the first one great was it was our first look into this world they were building. Sure. So everything was bright and colorful and new and everyone needed to make really good first impressions. Yeah. So their first impressions were really like they made huge splashes with each character. They yeah. had their quirks and it was established pretty fast. And in this one, our main players were already introduced. So yeah. now we have to develop them all. And they, I feel like they tried to bank on a lot of the same visuals that made the first one good. Yeah. I was really hoping that I was seeing a lot of reds and oranges and these posters. And I felt and the same way. I was so hyped. Yeah. That, oh, we're going to be playing with reds now. Cause yeah. the first one did like the whole building the castle and all these blues yeah. and stuff. It looked so fucking awesome. And these musical numbers kept happening and I wasn't seeing any interesting visuals. Yeah. Into the Unknown had the coolest thing, and it was she looks onto this. She looks onto the the lake or the ocean or this body of water. Everything cuts to everything's black around her, and then all these like blue crystals yeah. are floating around. And that was neat. That was cool. Yeah. But we're still playing with blues. Yeah. And that happened two more times, and I'm like. Yeah. Give me something else. Well, there was no scene equivalent of the castle building. So, exactly. And, well, the the equivalent was supposed to be the part. Anyway. Yeah, but the, I mean, on scale, I that know. was like more of a. You know the song Meg sings in Hercules, the I Won't Say I'm in Love? Yeah. To me, that's somber, but so catchy and so good. And, like, yeah. none of the Frozen songs matched that for me. Like, None of them I can remember more than three words. Like, I know Into the Unknown. I don't know any of the other words. I, like... I... Okay, I'll, I'll let you finish that thought. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. I have a follow-up to that. I liked the Panic at the Disco version. Yeah, that's like, what that saved was the very song good. But it shouldn't... Like, to me, it the song... The original song should be good, and this one should be like, wow, I also like this one. Yeah. To have the cover be better than the actual song in the movie was not good for me. That's just a pattern for me. I remember oh. when I saw the first Frozen, I heard Demi Lovato's cover in the credits. Oh, And I was really? like, oh, thank this is. I thought the first one was good, but man, I this love one's, this one's even better. No. Um, I love Demi Lovato's version. That's my definitive let it go. Oh, uh, we have we are two different men with two different opinions today. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> where's the chalk? Let me draw the line. Yeah, on the ground. But Jeez. um, so at the end of this one, I heard uh, and the Panic at the Disco version. I was like, oh my god, yes, this is great. Then Weezer covered Lost in the Woods, and I was like, yes. Oh, okay, I forgot about the the christoph song i love that his was good i had the to visuals pee. were good i tried to like watch as much of, the, of that song as i could until i had to run to the bathroom uh but i really loved that the like uh secondary vocals was also him but as the voice of uh, the yeah i was like oh i love that that's so good i they 
it was such a weird turn, but I loved yeah. it so much. Like they just kept like that recreating was a lot yeah. of um, Queen album covers. Yeah, like the whole Bohemian Rhapsody heads, and then yeah. he's his his heads he's looking into a pine cone like a yeah. like a microphone in the yeah. studio. I loved that, and not a lot of the songs. It was yeah. that, and then Olaf's um, "When I'm Older." Mm-hmm. They both had their own camera style. That one was okay. Yeah. I liked that one. It it was an exact copy paste of um, because it's the whole the whole you we both know like the whole joke is, oh he's talking mm-hmm. about going to the beach and spending time in the sun and right. he can't because he's a snowman. Yeah. And then this now they're like, oh like, yeah, it's permafrost. He can, but it's yeah. like the the whole joke now is like, oh when I'm older everything's gonna make sense. Yeah. And that's obviously not true, but he he's like so naive. Yeah. And, he just i think that's a good mess when i was listening to it i was like i don't love this happening for me right now but i think it's a great message for kids who are like you know like hey by the way everything's chaos like just so you know yeah you're like you're not gonna grow up and everything's gonna make sense and that's okay like that's fine you know it's very clear it's like yeah people grow up and expect like yeah things to start making sense and and things to fall into place and sometimes that doesn't happen and that's fine that everyone's just living and like going around pretending to be i don't know yeah you know pretending to have all the answers when no one does i just thought that the i thought the bit was funnier yeah it Um, was funnier he was the funniest part of this movie he was on fire in this movie he was hilarious i was glad too that they gave a lot of screen time to all of the characters i thought it was going to shift to where the other three were just background pawns yeah. but i'm glad that everyone had a song all you know it was good I like there that. were a lot of cut songs yeah. uh, i don't know if you've checked the know, album no there were like eight songs like can you listen to them song- yeah yeah um i was listening to the soundtrack and it started playing several songs i was like i don't i don't remember this song yeah. uh, apparently they cut a bunch but i uh what was i gonna say i like how they eat like those two songs um the lost in the woods and when you're older they both have their own unique kind of style uh elsa had this kind of bootleg frozen one vibe in the end of the Mm -hmm. unknown thing and then a bootleg frozen one vibe in the other song that she did with all the memories and you know that whole thing so i didn't really like that um and the other thing, the, um, when the mountain, I, I don't. Yeah, the, like, lullaby. I felt yeah. like they were really banking on that song being good. It was okay. And it was very forgettable. I mean. I've never gone out of my way to listen to that one. It it's, just was, it was also like. It's I don't so very know, somber, yeah. I don't know. I think I've told you this before, maybe, like, a long time ago. But, like, I don't listen to sad songs. Like, I. I'm a sad person. Like I like I like not to get too real with you right now, but like I listen to things that makes me like makes me happy. Uh and oftentimes that's like happy music, upbeat music. Yeah. Uh, you know, super catchy, super uh there's a couple songs I listen to that are a little bit somber, but there's like but they're good. And like the yeah. goodness of like how great the song is outweighs like some of that mood. And in this one, it was just like, oh, great. Like, it's all sad. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't like the beginning. It just felt like, 
I felt like I was in a tavern in Skyrim and there's a bard playing it. You know, yeah. it was just it didn't sound unique. It wasn't special. Yeah, it wasn't catchy, and it and it was also I was, clearly yeah. lore. Yeah, it was clearly made yes. to oh, you're supposed to, this is gonna be relevant at the end of the movie, yeah. and I hated that. Most of the time, they're good at camouflaging yeah. those things, and that was just so like bashing your head with a fucking sack of bricks with each one. Yeah, it's just ugh. I hated that. But if we're done talking about the songs, one more thing about the songs. Okay, I when I was watching this movie, uh, kept like a song would start, and I would like, okay, is the song gonna start like there wasn't like a ah it started we're moving we're doing this it, it was like in. to the end you know i'm like oh okay i guess the song is happening now or yeah. is this just like a little bit and then they're gonna do a longer one later like i was waiting for a the the let it go and the do you want to build a snowman are much more like this is a song that's happening right now this is like a very bold song. Um, not even just that they're upbeat because do you want to build a snowman isn't an upbeat message necessarily. It's kind of sad that like, you know, her sister doesn't want to play with her, but it's sung in a very upbeat way. Yeah. You know, uh, anyway, that's well, all it I does have to such say. A, well, that's like a good way of, cause that's similar. That song is kind of the template for the um, mountain song sure because they both show a passage of time they're both relaying lore yeah but do you want to build a snowman one it's catchy and two it's not it's not um it does a good job at giving you all that exposition while also camouflaging it because you're watching time is passing passage of time she's getting older the sister is very closed out wants nothing to do with her other sister and then her other sister is like um just um overflowing with optimism sure. and and positive showing personality yeah. Showing, yeah and it and it also does a good job at kind of showcasing the humor yeah. that you're going to see in the rest of the movie yeah this other one is just so depressing yes and it's clearly a prophecy that's going to become a thing you know yeah. like it yeah anyways anyway so, so now we'll story. move into spoilers <laughs> <laughs> the story yeah um Everyone I felt had a full arc except uh, Anna and Kristoff. Yeah. Kristoff's whole thing was like, yeah. oh, I don't like I'm trying to propose to her, but like she keeps leaving me and I don't know if we're supposed to be together in this whole thing. He And then he proposes to her and then it just works out in the end. So I had a problem because he sings this whole song about how he doesn't think she loves him anymore and, like, whatever. And then the last, like, line of dialogue, he's, like, with him and, like, Anna, he's like, yeah, I always knew you loved me. Like, I would never doubt that. Like, you just had a... And and I, I kind of appreciate that in the way that I'm like, yeah, even if you have doubts and stuff, like, people have them. But because I often have, like, a voice in my head that's, like, telling me, like, okay... Like, this is a really irrational thing, like, but I still feel this way. But then yeah. when I'm talking to someone, I'm like, no, like, I don't feel that way at all. I know who you are. I, yeah. But at the same time, like, for a story element, I thought it was strange. It was just a weird thing to highlight that and then e- not follow through. Exactly. Like, why well, point it out and... I was wanting yeah. him... I was wanting them to break up. I yeah. was really... Because they, they already subverted so many expectations in yeah. the first film with, like, oh, 
this isn't your stereotypical Disney movie. You don't marry and fall in love with the first person you meet. Right. Um, and the I second thought, person. <laughs> and I thought, well, how cool would it be yeah. if they show you that you don't fall in love and marry the second one that you meet yeah. either? Um, yeah. Because that, that whole, because what really uh, did it for me was that whole musical number happened. And then uh, um, Anna's in this cave mm-hmm. and she's crying because Olaf yeah. left. And she's naming all these names, yes. and she doesn't mention Kristoff. I noticed that too, and yeah. it's so noticeable. Yeah. And you're like, why didn't she specify the one person that like yeah. she supposedly you know loves? Well, and and the way I can forgive that, and how I did in that moment, I was like, so she thinks uh, Anna's dead, or she thinks Elsa's dead. Anna thinks this. She thinks Elsa's dead, and then Olaf just died in her arms. So she knows those two are dead. But she thinks Christos is still with the like Christos, Christos. Christoph. She thinks Christos, our friend <laughs> Christos. Thinking about Christos. She thinks Christoph is still with the other people. So, so I think she doesn't think he's in danger. So I think that's why. Like I can forgive it a yeah. little bit. She, her sister just died. She's not like, ah, oh, where's my boyfriend? Like it, it was just yeah. weird for me. Um, yeah. and then also the whole like the social media movement on, um a lot of the first impressions I was reading, they were saying, oh, like Elsa's song is doing a good job at bringing the LGBTQ vibes in. Who wrote that? (laughs) And I was watching those Twitter headlines spread. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is she gay in this movie? Um, Obviously not. Yeah. Uh, And then the song happened and I didn't really pick up anything from it. Um, And then... I was like, okay, well, maybe it's not Elsa. And then uh, earlier in the movie, you see this, like, I guess, bromance between the mm. one guy in the tribe and, and then Kristoff. And I was like, and then he starts seeing the Lost in the Woods thing. Yeah. And I was like, are they going to be a thing? Like, is this, like, <laughs> Disney, is that... Disney goes from having, like, zero gay couples to having just, like, <laughs> four like of five. them. <laughs> um, but I was like, is that going to be a thing? Yeah. Um, and then that guy just fucked off when that proposal yeah. didn't work out. Like, he just, oh, I'm not going to be in this movie anymore. <laughs> okay. No, he was, uh, I want to say there is another scene later. Oh, yeah, but I mean, it, not in nearly yeah, the yeah, same yeah. impact. He, no. he had full lines of dialogue. And he no, was but they made sure. Incorporated in the story. They made sure to have this other scene later, so there's no ambiguity about Elsa either. Like, do you, did you know that? Did so she has a moment earlier, uh, I believe, with the honey something, honey. Oh, yeah. She has this, like, kind of bonding moment yeah. with this woman. And then Kristoff has this bonding moment with this guy. And I didn't ever think Kristoff was going to be gay. Like, even a th- that yeah. thought didn't even cross my <laughs> brain. But I was like, oh, uh, that would be interesting if, like, Elsa was with this woman. Like, that would be a pretty good match. They seem to be um yeah if i'm remembering right it's been a little bit since i've seen the movie now but um i thought that and then at the end the the uh two people from the village just get with each other um uh, i believe he proposes to her or something oh uh, or she like nudges okay. him and so like they're in a their thing so that seals off like she is not with elsa like she is with this man like yeah yeah the only thing that i really picked up that expressed really any of that was the whole message of Elsa of, yeah, don't be who people are expect. Well, also another thing at the very end of the movie, Elsa and Anna did not 
evolve at all. No. Elsa's whole thing was that she spends so much time pushing others away for what she thinks is best for them. And then she goes and, and lives in a secluded off. area. Yeah. yeah. And she's trying she and she wants to be close with everyone mm. and but she keeps pushing people away. At the at the end of this, she gets these powers, she pushes people away. Mm-hmm. Um she has like her, you know, surrogate family of spirit people. Um but she just did it again. She just lives yeah. in a secluded thing and she's doing her own thing and And instead of her solving that problem the way that problem is solved is that her sister still loves her so much. She is willing to do anything for her, which is including, you know, destroying this dam that Elsa has communicated is bad. So she's like, all right, my sister's dead. Well, I'm still going to do, I love her and I will do anything for her and I will still do this. And she does it. And then Elsa is like, like, ah, yes, thank you. You did it. You saved me. Despite my, (laughs) despite who i am you've saved me and then um anna's whole thing was consistently again and again and again she hovers and she's always like running into danger without thinking about it um trying to help and she doesn't um take others with her she doesn't think about it she just mindlessly goes and and in this it happened everything worked out and then Kristoff forgave her for just ditching him and she's like, oh, yeah, well, know that I still like you. And he's like, yeah, will you marry me? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, this is great. And then they, and then she, like, there's no repercussion. She doesn't learn from uh, it. She, yeah. like, you you know she's going to do it again. If I anything thought that bad was, happens. I thought gonna... that was good and, like, healthy, though, because it's basically saying, uh, like, yes, you can. Like, the, the, the I'm reading between the lines and saying, this guy is going, okay it's fine if you spend a lot of time with your family and see your family and do stuff. And like, yeah. and occasionally you might choose them over me and that's okay. And like, I'll still love you and I'll still be here for you. And I thought the message of that was very nice. I don't think that they intended it to be that. Yeah. I saw it more of like, cause early in the movie, Elsa keeps saying like, stop running into fire. And she's yeah. like, well, don't walk in the fire. That whole yeah. thing, which I, I really like that line. Yes. Um, I have something else I have to say about but fire in a second. It's just very. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, they just really set that problem up, and even with that first movie, with like Elsa goes up the mountain, she's like, "I'm going alone. I'm going on this." Well, it's dangerous. Yeah. Bring people. Like, there's right. no reason why you shouldn't. Right. Um. No one's trying to stop you. People just want to go help you, and she just rushes in alone, and she nearly dies. Uh. And then in this new movie that's still her problem she doesn't grow she just keeps doing it and then she's like and everything worked out so i i think not that she needs to grow but you know how i interpreted this is that she did grow and this is just what i took away from it i i still think there are glaring problems i think she did grow from that and she understands that and then she is faced with the knowledge that like if she tries to go there with Anna, she may not be able to protect her. She's fine. Like, I, I understand. Uh, she is more confident that she'll be able to get there herself rather than bring someone else. And she also doesn't want anything to happen to this other person. Uh-huh. It's not that she's running away. I think there's a different way she's running away this time is how I interpreted it's it. more of a embracing her she, role she is is knowingly 
going into this, she's making the choice to go into danger rather than in the first movie, she's just running away because she's like, I don't know. I don't want to hurt anyone. I got to get out of here. Like, yeah. So I thought it was a more informed decision this time. Um, I will say one of my biggest issues with this film is that Anna doesn't get firepowers. Oh, I'm so glad that didn't happen. I'm mad about it. I am so fucking happy. I wanted her to have fire. Because I was going to be so upset if a main player got superpowers. Like, fuck that. I am that. mad. I am mad that she didn't I have am... firepowers. Uh, yeah. They no, learn I... their mom is the fucking Avatar. And then at the end, it's <sighs> like, oh, yeah, we're a bridge because it has two sides. And I'm the cool side with powers. And you're the shitty human side. Great. Yeah, no, I am so <laughs> glad. No. That would have been because everybody's mind jumped to that, and I think that that's just so. <laughs> I just I want to like be surprised. That. I'm like, uh, well, was it surprising that they? So, so to me, I liked all the element. I think Elsa had her moment with every elemental except the fucking giants. She didn't have any stone stuff. It was that yeah, was on. That was so in my head. I'm thinking but... while the story's progressing. Okay, so she's got like wind and she's got ice or whatever, and she could tame fire. Um, but I was thinking the twist was going to be like, uh, and I, yeah, I get what you're saying that it wouldn't have necessarily been a twist, but I thought the, the, that another route it could have gone would have been, oh, she's half of this. And the other half is like fire and rock or whatever, fire and stone. And, uh, together they're the complete thing. You know what I mean? And I think that would have been a better message than like, oh, we're a bridge. And it has two sides. We're a coin with two faces. I understand where you're coming from, yeah. I think I think the trajectory with... So, deciding that they're both ends of a bridge, and one of them not having powers, and the other one having powers. I think there are less possibilities of that story being garbage than mm. there would be if they both had powers because i could see it going really well i see where like i think that'd be really interesting but i also think that the chances are if they both had powers there it's it becomes more likely that the story is more stereotypical and predictable i i i I can see where you're coming from but at the same time i didn't feel like this was unpredictable i don't feel what they gave me was like oh wow like Mm. how shocking like and i would have rather just seen like oh, yeah, there's more fire scenes and there's more cool stuff happening because this other person, uh, I thought it was going to be like she would maybe develop them because she's starting to get like upset that Elsa keeps like doing this to her and like, you know, whatever. And I was thinking she was going to develop this power and then go thaw her out kind of like because she yeah. had frozen um, instead of it just happening magically again. And... Like, together, they would be able to, like, you know, calm the spirits or whatever. But only by Elsa having to work with her sister, rather than, like, her sister still just doing stuff. And Elsa's like, ah, yeah. yes, it's solved. I I think, I'm actually a little disappointed that there wasn't a antagonist with powers. Yeah. Because it was really interesting, like, the water horse thing was really yeah. cool. Um, yes. It would have been neat if they were traveling together. I also don't like how they separated them all. Yeah. Uh, I know that's like a really easy tool of like, oh, you get to explore the world and the story and see everyone do a character study on everyone. But I think 
I remember um, Brantley telling me why he liked Guardians of the Galaxy so much. He he was like, yeah, I really like it because in most team movies, they split the team up, but then mm-hmm. they all hate each other and they all get back together. Yeah, but, they have to have a conflict moment. Yeah. But in Guardians of the Galaxy, they have their conflict moment, but they don't separate. Yeah. They all stay together. They work through it together yeah. and they all grow together. And I kind of wanted that same thing with this. Mm-hmm. Because when that, like, I, something about, like, them all being together at the beginning and they find, like, that fog wall. Yeah. It was just getting me so excited because it's like, oh, it's kind of like a and d group. You have one person with ice powers yeah. and you have, like, the, uh, the Kristoff and the reindeer kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, he can get around super fast and he can, like, communicate yeah. with this, like, thing. And Olaf, he literally can't die. He's, like, an invincible snowman. But his lifeline is Elsa and Anna's kind of, like, the intuitive you know i'll figure yeah. things they just meshed really well together and then the moment they separate is like oh like that, that, that's not as fun you know no. um at least put them in like unique pairs but they didn't well it's like and, olaf and, and anna olaf and anna that was really that, that was really good though because it was like kind of credit to what you're saying I think that that was one of the best parts of the movie was, was when, a bad they're, example, yeah, when they're was, together. No, I, I Olaf does uh, Olaf's whole like yeah. discovering anger, but it's the fact that they're together is. and they're like, like talking through yeah. it. And it's not just like, I'm angry and like, I'm having a song by myself and yeah. yeah. But I just wish the team was together. And also, and this is just the, the mindless, well, not maybe not mindless, but just it, it's a Disney princess movie, so yeah. I wanted a fight scene at the end. I wanted <laughs> I wanted Elsa to fight someone. Yeah. I wanted to have like some cool sick thing. Yeah. And it didn't happen and I wasn't expecting it to happen, but it's always just, you know, it would have been cool. Yeah. And also again yeah. the visuals were just such a letdown. Mm-hmm. Um seeing all those fall leaves and all the promo images and stuff, they were really pushing that imagery. And they just and then they just went back to ice, right back kind of to ice. Meal, yeah, and I was just ugh, yeah, ugh. That was yeah. I, I I kind of overall felt as if there were a lot of cool things. I would see a thread and I'd be like, oh wow, this is gonna be really cool. And then they just leave it alone. And that happened a couple times for me. I think the weirdest part for me was the sunken ship. Where they go to find their parents, sunken ship. Yeah, that was, that was odd for multiple reasons to me. Uh, the first being they kind of realize their mom has powers, uh, or she had powers. They don't really do any explanation, so it makes it even weirder to me to like rationalize it because I'm like, okay. On this map, they have written Elsa's powers, question mark? Um, but presumably the mom knows. She, I mean, she had powers. So she knows that Elsa got the powers from her. Where did her powers come from? It's a weird way to phrase it. I think it. I think it was just exposition like... The big flashing lights like yeah semi retconning your parents going on that shit it and it was so forced yeah it was just like oh by the way your parents left saying this but in actuality they were doing this and they were going here and the song that your mom sang was about this and yeah fuck all of that you could have easily have been like 
um, they were going to that amb- ambassador mission to that other kingdom because yeah. they thought that they might knew they might they knew a way to get into the island that they couldn't mm-hmm. get to. Bam! That yeah. that doesn't retcon anything. The story stays the same. The lullaby probably could have just cut it. Yeah. Um, because, it was fine to have it in there, but it didn't need a focus. Yeah, it was just. I think that weird, was the problem. It's like, what was her reason? Did they tell? They did they give away the reasoning as to why the mom never used the her powers or like tell nope. Elsa? They about don't talk the about it because it's just like they oh you have powers. Put on these gloves. We're locking you up. Never tell anyone about these powers. Well, period. And so I think it's clear, or they not? It's it's very her. unclear. But the mom had it seems wind power. Yeah. Um, and so that was something I was trying to figure out when I was watching this. I'm like, okay, is the mom going to? Because they talk about this, like, uh, and did the dad know she had powers? Like, I, I mean, he she saved him, and I think that they both knew. Uh, or I mean, I think that the dad knew she had powers, but I don't know why they wouldn't say, "Hey, superpowered daughter." I also had powers. Yeah. So you're not just this strange person that's going through life alone and has no idea. Like, I also had this when I was young. Like, and I guess they couldn't because then people would know she's not from Arendelle. I'm, I don't. I'm actually starting to get a little upset here. It was, I'm going to read the Wikipedia plot. Yeah. I there has to be a reason why this mom never used her powers. It was very. I'm I, the only thing I could rationalize is that the only thing I could rationalize (laughs) is the mom lost her powers when Elsa was born, like presumably passing it on. Um, And that's the only thing I can think. That makes the most sense. Because there's only one person that's a master of the elements or whatever. Did, whenever they did that like ice thing, and they're like, oh, the wind has memory. The water has memory. Water has memory. Um, the uh when everyone froze and yes. they were looking at their parents uh-huh. were they holding each other or was the mom doing some sick wind thing the mom was holding him so do you remember when they do they they do the first the the betrayal scene and the dad's like oh no why did they turn on each other and why are they fighting with yeah, each yeah, other yeah. and he gets like knocked back by the wind or whatever yeah um no, no i'm talking about the uh on I, the ship i'm getting oh, okay. there okay um oh you mean like when they revive them on the ship because there's yeah, a couple yeah, times yeah. when they see them yeah. so i don't think she was and that was another that was the only way i could rationalize how this person with powers went down on a shipwreck i was like yeah, how did she, she not like used her powers do to save something yeah. um and so i was like okay maybe she does not have them any longer and that's why they're going to look but why would they not have said that to their daughter? Like, hey, you have powers. It's really crazy. You're not alone. I used to have this. Like, she just was like, no, fuck off. Like, you're you're weird. What a freak. What a freak. I've never had powers. Dude, about you to freak. go on a ship trip. BRB. Ship trip. Also, did you see the after credit scene? Uh, yes, I stayed for that. That was pretty good. Um, Olaf's like, oh, at least our parents are here. Your parents are dead. That that bit was hilarious. Yeah, that was good. Um, Olaf was great, and uh, this episode was great. This is our thirtieth thirtieth episode. Thirtieth, the big three zero. The big three zero. Wow. Um, our our podcast now uses Facebook unironically. Yeah, um, that's it. You know, they do that thing where they they 
type in their friends' names in the comment sections of a funny post so that they see it instead of just sharing the post to them, you know? Yeah. They have to, you know, that whole thing. Uh, yeah. Our podcast does that now. They're 30. Uh, okay. So, before we go, we actually do have something. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I know it's a little late in the game, but... Uh... My redemption arc. Because I think I got the <laughs> last... I got the... I got it wrong last time, I think. Or we didn't so, do it last time. We did not do it last the time. The time before that, I, I... The time before, you did so well, sweet baby boy. Yeah. Frozen trivia. Are you ready? Yes. Andy. Yeah. What is the traditional freezing point of water? A. 32 degrees Fahrenheit. B. Zero degrees Fahrenheit. C. Negative 32 degrees Fahrenheit. D. 32 degrees Celsius. Okay. I'm going to say my answer, but then I'm going to yes. give my, my thought process. And all. Go ahead. So when I heard Fahrenheit, I was yes. like, that doesn't sound right. Okay. I'm wanting to say it was the Celsius, the 35 degrees Celsius. Okay. Celsius. It's not zero. Um, I don't think zero is the freezing point of water. 35 degrees Fahrenheit was my original option until I heard Celsius. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like, cause it's like C for cold, right? Um, and then that, that other one, oh, negative, negative 32. Uh, I don't think it needs to be that cold for it to freeze. So I'm pretty sure it's a uh, 30, 30 something degrees, uh, Celsius D, D final answer. That is it. You're locking it in. Yeah. Locking it in. Okay. Uh, the correct answer is A, 32 degrees Fahrenheit. God damn it. Uh, Fahrenheit and Celsius are just different measurements of cold. In the United States, we use Fahrenheit. Uh, and it's zero degrees Celsius is actually the same as 32 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm such a fucking uh, F the... for freezing. <laughs> F for freezing and C for cold. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's freezing or it's cold. <laughs> Uh, God damn. The freezing point has been known to be lower uh, if super cooling occurs or if there are impurities in the water. So if it's not like pure H2O. If it's H2O, had sex before. If it's marriage. had sex, if it's not a virgin anymore. Is the old adage, this is a separate question. Okay. Is the old adage, no two snowflakes are the same, correct, true, or false? Okay. I think I'm pretty sure they have found snowflakes that are the same. Yeah. But also, you know, everything I I've ever believed to be true is is wrong. Is uh, I found through these trivia yeah. segments. Yeah. So no two flakes no two no two flakes are the same. No two flakes um, are the same. That's what they say about frosted flakes, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're frosted in very individualistic <laughs> ways. Um, I'm going to say... No, it's false? not true. You're saying false. I'm saying false, it okay. is not true. I'm going to say true <laughs> that it's not false. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yes or no, true or false? So by saying true, I'm saying all snowflakes are different. Uh, by saying true, you're saying no two snowflakes are the same. By saying false, you're saying that there are some that are the same. 
Okay, I'm going to say true. Okay. True. While some snowflakes may be visually identical, the chances of them being identical at a molecular level is so low that it is in fact considered impossible. They have found like snowflakes that visually look the exact same, but molecularly they are not the They're same. They're different. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank God. Uh so right. little gotcha gotcha there. Uh in the Avatar the Last Airbender series, did Aang ever use ice bending? True or false? False. Um, I don't think he Yeah, no, he didn't use ice bending. That was uh, a quick answer, is all I'm saying. Yeah, because I've I've rewatched that series like three times uh-huh. and I don't recall any ice bending. So I just wanted to like say that like I wanted to give that to you immediately so then I can go back and continue to reassure myself that this is sure. the right answer. Okay. Because if I ever sidetrack into my reasoning for each one, <laughs> then I'll talk myself out of my original answer and I'll forget. Yeah. So he did not use ice bending. Okay. I think that's a Korra thing. I don't okay. think I remember anyone using ice bending in uh, the original series. Now they, now uh, they I believe that there is ice bending. So the answer is controversial. But I've decided it's true. Oh, of course. Uh, through my very delicate, diligent research, I found only one instance of Aang uh, using ice bending. He uses a frost breath technique to break through chains. Uh, the reason this is controversial is because uh, some people claim that you can do that just with wind. Yeah, I would say um, that. But it's typically the the technique that is seen in the show is used by uh, waterbenders. So it is uh, most oh, commonly attributed to waterbenders. Yeah. So uh, there is one instance. Yes. So you're wrong. Yeah. You got one right. How does that? Feel? <laughs> Just to make sure. So you're wrong. How does that feel, on. you you fucking moron? You know, um, <laughs> you got a thirty three percent on this quiz. You know, one is better. <laughs> one is better than none. I always say. That's what I always you say. You know, I won't give you the pleasure of seeing me cry. <laughs> yep. So good because I would freeze the tear at thirty two yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. Yep. <laughs> 32 degrees freezing. Zero, de- zero degrees, degrees cold. Freezing, yep. Or zero degrees cold, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we had lots of other things to talk about. We have all we, other segments. Apparently we had a lot to say about Frozen 2. And I'm a little disappointed. We'll have to talk about it later next week. Uh, but I do have a great trivia segment for that. Okay. So. All right, well. Just have to stay tuned for next week's episode, I guess. Until, until next time. I bid you adieu. I bid you a don't. 